You're listening to The Local Beat on WKNC, hosted by DJ Beowulf. This specialty show airs on Tuesdays from 4 to 6 p.m. every week and features live sessions and interviews with local musicians of all genres. If you miss a week, check out our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the WKNC blog. Furthermore, if any local musicians are interested in The Local Beat, howl at your girl at localmusic at wknc.org. This is a podcast brought to you by WKNC 88.1. The following content may contain profane language and subject matter. Listener discretion advised. WKNC 88.1. I know you typically find the local beat on Tuesdays from 4 to 6 p.m., but surprise, surprise, it's Easter Sunday and also local beat day. We have a very special performance and group in today. They are Truth Club from our very own Oak City, Raleigh. Uh, Upcoming next week, they have an album release party at King's, which we will be talking about during this session and giving away tickets to, so keep it locked. Uh, They're going to start the live set off with their single, Not an Exit. And they're going to go right into that. So check this and then keep it tuned into 88.1 WKNC. You guys ready? Hell yeah, we're going right into it. Truth Club on 88.1. Thanks. 
I need a tune for a second, I'm sorry. All the listeners on over the air and on the internet. Because you're HD1, HD2 now. Mm-hmm. Back in my day, it was just HD1. That's HD2 awesome. HD2 can be found in your car as well. HD2 yeah. in your car? Some cars don't have HD1 or HD2 compatible radios, so it's really only for the bourgeoisie. But, you know, we love and accept all folks here at WKNC. So we have HD1 and HD2. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah, this mic is going to be much louder than what Travis is using. <laughs> Oopsie. Well, they're getting uh, ready to go into their next song. Truth Club is going to be here for the next hour and 15 minutes, and they cannot be stopped, and neither can The Rock. I hope we can't be stopped. You ready, Travis? You ready, yeah. guys? Hell this yeah. This song's called Tethering. It's another single we just put out. Let's do it. <laughs> supposed to be and you weren't there and I knew you wouldn't be the places I couldn't help but see were still there in suspended memory it's unspoken Always known that it's hiding and does not let go without slipping from force command.
You're welcome, Travis. Those were the first two songs in a roughly two-hour live set and interview segment with Truth Club. You just heard Not an Exit and Tethering, and I almost missed that transition because I was reading Stereo Gum album reviews about them <laughs> in the corner here on the computer. So we're going to transition over into our very few uh, first interview segment, and everyone's gathering around the mics. Elise is doing that... Uh, radio station shimmy where she has to come all the way around the drum kit through the lounge down the hall and into the studio just to talk to you lovely listeners i ran <laughs> she ran she scurried <laughs> um well i just kind of introduced elise but we're gonna start on the left side of the studio with he who shall not be named because he's gonna name himself why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves <laughs> hi my name is travis hello i'm cameron I'm Yvonne. And I'm Elise. And what do you guys do in Truth Club for those who are not aware of who you are? Well, me, Travis. <laughs> by the way. What's that? That mic can be adjusted, by the oh, way. Oh, you're right. Crouching <laughs> over hurts your spine. Yeah. yeah, it's not good for my spine. Um, I play guitar and I sing in the band for the most part. <laughs> me, Cameron. Um, <laughs> I play bass and guitar every once in a while. Just every now and then. Every once in a while. Me, Yvonne, plays uh, <laughs> um, guitar and bass and synth sometimes. And? And voice. I play my <laughs> you vocal cords. You play your chords. throat harp. <laughs> I strum my vocal cords. That sounds painful. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. Um, this is Elise. I play the drums. And also the scurrying, apparently. Yeah, and the scurries. Very good at I that. I scurry around. <laughs> well, once again, thank you guys for coming in today. Uh, the purpose of gathering here is to promote your new album, Not an Exit, coming out through... Tiny, Tiny Engines. Tiny Engines, North Carolina's Woo-hoo. very own. Um, and when will that be releasing? The 3rd of May. The 3rd of May. I was going to say the Ides of May, but that's March. You're <laughs> <laughs> Julius Caesar. And you can tell how nervous I am because Truth Club is a very good band, and I've been a fan for a minute and a friend for a very short time. Um, uh, so, yes. Anyways, Tiny Engines, May 3rd, Not an Exit. This is the debut release for Truth Club, which has only recently become a four-piece. But how long has Truth, uh, Truth Club been together as a band? We, Me and Elise started playing music together in, like, November of 2016. Yeah, yeah. fall 2016 yeah. sometime. Did that come about because you were roommates or just for fun? Oh, we didn't live together until August. No. Okay. I, um, I moved up to state to go. Yeah, I moved up here in like fall of 2015 to go to school and had no, like didn't know anybody. And I kind of knew Elise, but I didn't hang out for like a year. And then I ran into Elise. just because Elise knows everyone. Yeah, Elise yeah. Knows, truly knows everybody the in the triangle. Um, but yeah, I, I think me and Elise, I had like Tinder for a really short second, the evil app. Everyone Tinder, does that. And yeah. Elise matched with me and no, super, I super yeah, liked Elise you because I was like, oh, Travis, my pal. Yeah. And then Elise You was have like, to super like your friends. Yeah. yeah Cause it was like, it was like, to. oh, someone I know who I like want to like hang out with. Yeah. You swipe left on your coworkers, but right on your friends. D- yeah, yeah. For sure. Yes. And it's it a rule. F- feel like I had a friend. Elise was like, come out to the show. And then me and Elise like, I forget. I don't even remember what show it was. It's irrelevant. That but, was going to yeah. be my follow up question. Oh, wait, but the, the time that me and travis actually like first met as a funny show oh we oh, met at a show share. the first time we met at uh there's like a legendary mac demarco show that happened in 2014 <laughs> where, um where at house where i'm pretty sure like everybody who worked at who has worked at this radio station the past few years was probably present and so probably. i met at least there and like i know our very own uh you 
you are currently now GM, or is my general manager position starts on Saturday? Right. So WKNC's own uh, Jules. Jules Conlon. Yeah, she was president of that show. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've talked about the that. current general manager. Yeah, the there are like gen- photos our friends have like looked back on from that show where people that they didn't know then, but that we're friends with mm-hmm. now are like in the background. Mm-hmm. It's wild weird weird segue my sister and her husband both went to the same like slayer show and then we're like looking through the pictures after they got married and they were like you were two rows behind me and i didn't know who you were (laughs) and now they're married that's super cool yeah i mean that's what happens within the music scene it just be like that sometimes but yeah i like to think of that show as everybody's communal skeleton in the closet you know everybody (laughs) (laughs) including mac demarco (laughs) yeah exactly but um yeah no and then i think we like we like met again the following year. You came up to Raleigh for some show at Nice Price. Yeah, but so anyway. we like yeah. I don't know. We like didn't become close until like I guess twenty sixteen was when we became like yeah, friends. And, and then you formed a band. Teams. I was yeah. I was sad and I didn't have any friends. And then Lise reached out to me. And I, I am I was Travis. Like, I want to be in a band again. I remember and- specifically you found me. I think at like a Fridays on the Lawn or something. Um, <laughs> Which, w- by the way, WKNC listeners, we have one coming up this Wednesday. It's not a Friday, but uh, be there, be square to see Noah Cross and Earther, and also me. Thank you. We love, we love a concert on the lawn. <laughs> yeah. But I remember specifically Travis coming up to me and being like, oh, you play drums, right? I've been playing guitar in my room by myself, and it kind of sucks. Yeah, I was like, let's see what happens. And then we started playing together, and it worked well. And then we had a tour booked, and then Cameron came along because, yeah. Because he's Cameron. We needed someone to fill in on bass extremely last minute. Yeah. Um, and I missed it all. And Cameron had never played bass before then, I believe. For real, for real? I played guitar, which is pretty similar to bass. You can just play the root <laughs> notes. <laughs> if you don't want to be a proficient bass player and you already play guitar, just root notes through those major chords. Nobody killed that. I called him like a week before maybe, and I was like, hey, I need a favor because I knew that he would be down to go <laughs> go on a tour um and we had already moved i'd already moved out of my house and i have like a really good memory of him showing up at like 2 a.m from boone or whatever and we like sit in my car seats that i've taken out of my car because there's no furniture in my house and put them in the basement and we're like all right time to learn these songs and we like played all night yeah, and he learned them in like five days um awesome. specific shout out to cam thank you for coming all the way out here for this session uh from boone yeah, of course considering that you're making the trip for the album release show literally again next week big appreciate oh yeah no i've been traveling back and forth very consistently um i don't have while. gas money to give you but i have love and appreciation yeah. <laughs> he never lets us forget how far he travels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no i have a friend her name is rachel hi rachel she's not listening right now um who also goes to app and she rubs it in my face all the time she's like i visited you four times in like last semester only and you haven't come to see me once <laughs> i did go this semester though so you know four to one Oh, I understand way. the feeling. So I know that Cam and Travis played an Astro Cowboy together, and they're now in this band, and Elise and Travis and obviously Yvonne are all in Truth Club. Um, when forming this band, what was the criteria that you looked for um, when like trying to find a cohesive group, like m- musicians that you can play well with? Because you said that between Travis and Elise, it just worked well, just finding a drummer friend and getting together. Um, so this is the first band that I ever, like, played in um and i had kind of played music with people on occasion before this is a good first band to be in <laughs> oh. um, god my but... first band was some butt rock group <laughs> that i was in in high school 
Um, but I think the thing for me that, because I had played with like other people who played guitar before, and the thing that really I was like excited about playing music with Travis was I really liked that everything he writes seems very like rhythmically interesting to me, which like, I don't know, me as a drummer, I like that I'm not just like, oh, I'm just going to keep a 4-4 four, four beat over these chords a, for all the time. That's a quality about you that Stereo Gum praised in their uh, uh, album or song review for Not an Exit. They oh. particularly mentioned that you are a complex and interesting drummer. So oh. I'll, pull, just, I'll pull those quotes later. Those are some kind folks over there at Stereo Gum, huh? Yes, There's very true. Too kind. I wouldn't say too <laughs> kind. Elise is a good drummer. No, she is. <laughs> <laughs> the hesitation there. Anyways, back to the question about how you guys became a cohesive group. Well, I think that everybody likes to talk about when playing music, like the colloquial, like jamming. Everybody has to jam. It's a dirty word. We don't like to talk about jamming, <laughs> but it has to happen. Improv sounds a little cleaner. Yeah, improv. That's cool. I like that. Um, it sounds very highbrow. <laughs> yeah. For all of the A-R. HD2 listeners out there, we started as an improv. We started improving <laughs> together. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't mean to burst your bubble there, Mr. Bourgeoisie, but uh, HD2 is a totally separate channel, and this is not streaming over it. Whoa. This is HD1 only for our fellow proletariat brothers and sisters and otherwise i'm gonna get owned on the air multiple this is only the, this is the first of many times when we get i've been doing it all morning <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah no i i guess like uh me and cameron have been playing music together since we were 12 11 or 12 like i mean we were like you said we were in astro cowboy together and that it's was been like, like over a decade the first has it oh, you're like 22 whoa. now right <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow showing my age on the really air sweet. um yeah, no, it was, it's awesome. And I don't know, we just, because we learned together, we just have then an innate, like, bond there. Like, it's easy to play music with Cameron. That's like... Blood you know, Brothers. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Except it's like Brothers of the Treble Clef. Or... I was thinking that, like, maybe you guys would, like, change your guitar strings at the same time and, like, cut your palms and just, like, bro fist. Bro fist. Fist it out, um, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I guess, like, I guess... Moving on. Um, I guess when I started playing music with Elise, I was just like, I, I just wanted to find anybody to play music with. And it's hard to find people who have like, it's hard to find, I don't know. There's just like a certain element where it's like easy to be around. Like for me, it's less about like how good, how technically proficient you are and how like easy it is to be around somebody and how willing they are to like get down in it with like creative ideas, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, you know, there's plenty of people where it's like, I could just be like, here, learn my song and let's play. But I wouldn't want to hang out with them and be friends with them. And like, of course, like we said, Lise has a lot of friends. She knows everybody. She's mm-hmm. incredibly friendly and talented. And talented. And also all of that about you knowing people and being very friendly and kind was also in the Stereo Gum article. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. It's it it some background but research. Not to forget about Avon. So Avon playing with us. Oh, you're saving the best for last. We're yeah, getting exactly. into that now. Avon playing with us is really cool because, I mean, like we said, Cameron lives in Boone and has lived in Boone the whole time he's been in this band. And Which so, is three hours away from us. Right. And when me and On Elise... On a good day. Yeah. Yeah, in the winter, you're not accessible. Yeah. He's... He, he, where, you were in telling the me winter, it, you guys are a three-piece. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you t- In the winter, I um, take some very dangerous drives. Proud of you. For the band. <laughs> For the bands. Yeah, he was saying last night that one time... Weren't you saying, like... The time there was a snowstorm this past was it this past winter yeah this past winter and you drove back to Boone and you listened to yeah. the to the um 
Mount Airy album, mm-hmm. A Crow. Oh my god. Or, yeah. Oh <laughs> it was my god. Like, I was waiting for the right time to listen to that album, and everything being frozen to the core was it. <laughs> <laughs> Including you? Felt like it. Felt like and it, you say yeah. something that you were like listening to that and you were kind of like, you know, there's a good chance that something bad could happen driving on all this ice and listening to this will put me in the mood to like yeah. be okay yeah. with that. This uh, <laughs> this might yeah, be really good. like morbid of me to say, but there's been like many times where I've been on the road and like not even in bad conditions, just driving in general. I'd be like, if I got in an accident right now and my radio still worked after I died, would I die and have the cops pull up and be like, oh, she was a rocker. Like, <laughs> would, the, would the last song I heard be a good one? And I, I have to choose good music every time I drive anywhere, just a, in case. That's a good mantra. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. People need to know that you love to rock. I do. <laughs> they need to know. What was that horrible laugh? <laughs> yeah, my obituary was going to be like, she loved to rock. She really loved to rock. <laughs> the rock don't stop, but she does. <laughs> the rock don't stop, and neither did her car. <laughs> oh. Let's go back to talking about Yvonne. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, so like we we established, Cameron has a hard time coming down sometimes, and we mean at least want, would want to work on a lot of new songs. Like you know, the the itch doesn't stop. You know, the creative itch. It's like we'll athletes' gotta, foot, gotta but scratch. for your brain and music. Um, but yeah, she would like. We were like, hey, you're good at bass. I, I forget where it was. We've like, we just knew you. I don't know. I can't think of like when I saw you play music. I just knew you were good at bass. Really anywhere. tender. Oh, yeah. Shout out. <laughs> well, I think I only saw you play with them once or maybe twice. I don't know. Which band That's was that? still enough times to know that you played with them. But yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> Beverly Tender. Okay. They were living in Raleigh um, in from 20. 20- 15 to 2016 and then um molly goes to school up in rhode island now so they moved up there but it's practically that was the, the boon yeah yeah that's the boon of the united states right except it's um instead of three hours <laughs> wow that feels right <laughs> um <laughs> the, the drive is like 16 hours instead um, Jeez. but so um i played with them while they were living here and I kind of had a similar situation to Cam where I was like I don't know bass but I've played guitar maybe twice in my life um no that's not similar to Cam because Cam played guitar for a long time but um (laughs) I've learned bass to play in that band um yeah and I guess that's how they knew and we're like hey practice these songs with us because it's hard to practice with out of let base. us throw these ideas at you and i was like that's cool with me because i lead the busy life of a teacher i can't commit to being in a full-time band but in my head the whole time i was like we're gonna get her to join the band mm-hmm. we're gonna do it mm-hmm. and then i think it was in may we had a tour in may 2018 where we were like yvonne do you want to come with us you know come hang out like Help chill us, on the road. Help keep us in, in line. We and are roadie on the way. The four of us were able to get together at like a friend's house on an off day and play some. And I was like, see y'all, this works. Let's keep this going. And then the rest is now. The rest is history. Well, yeah, I guess it's not behind. history. It's, it's, it's right all behind now. behind us. We're actually announcing. <laughs> this is Truth Cubs' last show. Yeah, that's our last show. Uh, like, and who else is on that lineup? And it's Naked Naps' last show? Museum yeah. Mouth's last show? It's Naked Naps. Okay. Museum Mouth's still a band. That's what I thought, because they would, just played Cat's Cradle like I a week ago. I would be very upset if they were 
discontinuing i I just brain farted and forgot who was on the lineup but i knew that it was like your album release show and their last show yeah it's naked naps last show very bittersweet good friend katie lives in chicago now and i think is flying like today or something to get here she tweeted about target being closed for easter and so she can't buy luggage so i don't she'll find a way she always finds a way cardboard box true yeah or just kind of like you can check a cardboard box you can yes <laughs> well, i mean i guess clothes. that makes sense yeah yeah it like goes to the x-ray thing yeah i've done it <laughs> it <laughs> works a very interesting woman <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well do you agree with all the sentiments um about the like cohesive unit of the band yvonne absolutely absolutely and um, did you know that they were trying to poach you to get in this band <laughs> Um, I mean, I guess I didn't know that they knew so early that they wanted me to be in the band, but, um. Oh, it was just, it was all me. I take full credit for knowing that early. Sneaky. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but yeah, no, I would say that, um, yeah, I don't have too much to add. I guess it's been really cool, um, because I've learned a lot over the past couple of months, even, about playing guitar and just like like I had never played with a pick before playing with this band and like having to learn all of that um has been like really crazy and fun and cool and hard um but these guys are super great and super supportive this is going to be probably the corniest thing ever but I think it is very cool that for lack of a better word, you came into Truth Club a little on the less experienced side because, you know, like just not playing with a pick and things. And that is like true DIY spirit, I believe, like making really good music that is being praised across uh, literary platforms uh, and like just literally jumping in it. And you guys are a great band. So that is absolutely true DIY. And I love it. Like Aww. I said, very corny. You. You're I, welcome. I was going to say the Aww. crazy thing is, you you know, Yvonne is talking herself down about playing with a pick. You share a finger pick, though, because she's a monster. And I challenge anyone who's listening right now, come in and Yvonne will <laughs> finger pick you under the table. Wait, like uh, like classical <laughs> finger picking? Or were you just like using your thumb and strumming? Um, Like, uh, I guess, is that classical? She uses all digits. All five digits. Like. Yeah, that's like a classical training thing. Uh. That's pretty cool. See, I really thought when you meant that like you weren't using a pick, you were just like going at it on, by the thumb. Oh, no. I did that one. Um, I so take it all least... back. Not DIY anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I forgot that squared away. You're too talented. Um, the one time I did that was with a um, cover. We played one song oh, where we, Elise and I were in a band with um, it, one, a band. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, played one song. Uh, and the song was Misery Business by Paramore. Oh, that was, um, this is what you're talking with, about. This was who was fun. on Vox? Me. Nice. Um, and Did you do all vocals? Yeah. That was fun. That was wild. It was with Zach and Lucas from Socrates. Um, Are they like, is that band still around? Yes. Yes. Thanks. Soft yes. No, that's a firm yes on my end, but I guess it averages out to be a soft. Are you in Socrates? Yeah, I'm in eight bands. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. kidding. No, I'm not in that band. I wish I was in that band. That band's fun. They're killer. Uh, They're still a band. Okay. They just haven't played in a while. Anyways, go. Shout out about to them. Socrates. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we played that one. We played the Misery Business cover, and um, that was, I forgot. Yeah, that was the like hardest I'd ever like strummed. I guess was like showtime, um, and I bled all over my guitar, and it's really sick. I have a picture of it. It's sick. She it's had, so like, metal. A white Telecaster, and there's just blood all over That's it. So sick. it's metal. a really good like spray. Yeah. yeah. A spray. 
spray? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like not the like strings a drip, like a definitive like, like spray. Like if you get blood on the strings and then strum them, it's probably like flicking it out like with a paintbrush when you're making oh, like the splatter cool. art. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of what it looked. Yeah, like. no, that's very cool. You should like let it dry on your guitar and then like put some lacquer over it and just leave it like that. Oh, I left it for a while. Good. Probably it was good. Gross. She posted a lot of photos of that, it everywhere. She's really excited. That's a guitar goal of mine for I, sure to do that. I'm gonna need those pictures sent to me. Thank you. Absolutely. You can find them on Instagram. Um, Okay, I'm going to do some digging. (laughs) Literally going to leave this section just like stock Yvonne on Instagram. I sometimes wish that the audience could see the weird hand motions I do when I'm talking because that's the only thing that keeps me focused and it is funny to me. Anyways, uh, I was going to say that you could probably make that picture like a single release cover or something, (laughs) and that would have been really crazy, which transitions me into the next question. How did you decide on the album cover for this release, and what is it? Uh, Everybody's (laughs) looking at me because it was my crazy deranged kind of... Well, our friend Logan, shout out Logan. I hope he's listening right now. I think he is. Shout out Logan. He did the album art, and he's done like... He did all of the artwork for this and stuff. Like, he's... Like t-shirt design, like he wanted to do the full spread, like post. He did I the don't believe I've really seen your t-shirts. Poster. Yeah, no one's seen them yet. No one's oh, seen okay, them yet. Okay, that explains why. <laughs> I hope okay. we have them next week. Fingers crossed. The, You're gonna have them. Yeah, we're gonna have them. Yeah. We're just gonna go with that. Yeah. But anyway, um, I just I don't know. I'm I had this dream. Of course, it always starts with a dream, right? Yeah. No, I had a dream one night, and I don't know. I just there's like a really vivid like texture, and I feel like people think about. Like, people don't dream in color in the sense that, like, you see vivid stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like... I feel like just... I definitely dream in color and vivid images. Oh, then maybe I just have, a, like, a doo-doo brain or something. But I had this one really vivid... <laughs> I had this one really vivid dream, and there was, like, these... like That's the new song title. Sort of, like, the hues that are on the album cover. Like, this really muted, deep blue and this, like, mm-hmm. really bright, saturated red. And I was just, like... I don't know, I woke up, it was kind of like a fever dream thing. I was sweaty, and I was like, that's really pretty. And, like, I don't know, it just been stuck in my head. And I was, like, kind of explained that to Logan. I was just like, I just want to kind of look like that. And, you know, had other, like, vague concepts of, like, I like pixel mapping stuff. And, like, I don't know. And he did a really great job. Were you able to, like... I don't know, create like a prototype of what you wanted it to look like? Did you get like a pad and paper and just like scribble on it? No, we just had like a lot of conversations and he's just like a really, he's just really good at like listening, communicating or communicating and then like transferring that. I don't know. What I really like about that album cover is that, um, at least my interpretation was that it's a little like, I really like the backstory that you gave for that on how it came from one of your dreams, but it almost to me seemed somewhat disconnected from the music on the album just because all of your lyrics are very oriented towards yourself and like your own feelings whereas anyone could look at the album cover and like to me it looks like space or like rolling clouds but it could be pixel mapping or anything else so it's a very um it's a very unique and like amorphous album cover anyone could find anything in it and I like I like stuff like that. I like it a lot, yeah. Because I don't know. I feel like when I because I'm an I'm an album boy. Like I like to listen. I like to listen to things from like front to back. And yeah, that's I how really they're made. Like looking at album covers when I do that and like album boy. getting lost. I don't know. Like not necessarily getting lost in it, but the fact that like there's kind of like this affect like there there it's sort of pointing you like artwork sort of points you in a certain direction but like the ability there is to, like, definitely a like a blank a slate. corner in which this uh this image is going towards yeah. bottom right where the red is yeah that's very very cool uh just for a grab bag question y'all want to go down the line and say what your favorite album is <gasps> no if it's really difficult <laughs> <laughs> if it's really difficult i'll let you do a top three 
I hate making decisions. You know what? <laughs> I'll start. Would that give you time? I don't know. No. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, sure. I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> you all look so very scared, so we can just kind of like push that question in a corner if you really if you really want. We don't listen to music. We're phonies. Yeah. yeah. Only you Travis is an album boy. You called her bluff. <laughs> I was lying. I don't even know what an ready. album boy means. Is that something that people say when they listen to music? They call themselves album boys. I was just making that up to make it seem like. A... <laughs> Travis is both an album boy and a soft boy, and that's probably the most disgusting oh! thing I've ever said. Don't 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 do me like that. I, I will. I promise that for this entire um, session, I was just gonna like roast you the whole time. Good, and it's working. Uh, yeah, so probably a hair should have purpose by Pyle. Um, Elise and Yvonne are like, oh, yes. Um, I also really like um, uh, Surf's Up by the Beach Boys is one of my faves. And then probably the... Uh, I like the new Cherry Glazer album a lot. I don't know if it's in one of my favorites, but I listen to it nonstop. So that's it. Uh, what it is it? It's Stuffed and Ready by Cherry Glazer. That's those are my choices. Can I name like top picks, but not necessarily like? Yeah, no, those are those are probably not my top three. They're just okay. what came into my head immediately because I've been listening to those three bands a lot. Um, I feel like the one that I have to say because like Travis loves to roast me for how much I like this band, but I really like the pair self-titled. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, she does. Um, <laughs> we love that even... roomy banter. Shout out um, Tiny Engine. <laughs> I also like. I'm trying to think which one I even say is my favorite. I like really, really love Lamelda. Mm-hmm. The new um, album, like, I like the new album a lot. I, I like liked Thanks the most. I like Thanks. I like Forever. I like the new recording of Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite. It's all Imelda really good. Is good. Um, I'll come back for my third. Okay. Wow, it's my turn. It so, could be anyone's turn. There's no order here. This is anarchy in the studio. Man. Um. All right, so some big ones. You're better than this by Pyle is yes. for sure. Sure. It's definitely in the top three for sure, for sure. Is that your fave Pyle album? Yes. Mine, uh, my favorite is probably Magic Isn't Real. That's a, Or is it Magic Is Real? Isn't. Isn't? Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. <laughs> um, Yvonne's like literally number one Pyle fan, I think. I, I believe that. Yeah. Um, they should change the song name number one hit single to number one Yvonne. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's get Rick on the line. Um, <laughs> Rick McGuire. <laughs> Rick, if you'd like to call in. <laughs> Not to flex, I do have his phone number. <laughs> so I do, do we. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Y'all are weird. Raise your hand if you have Rick McGuire from Pyle's phone number. Y'all well, I got it to get a liner for KNC. So it's like I got it to it do an interview sense. for him for KNC. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> Yvonne organized Pyle's lounge session, so... I did, back in the day. Back in um, the day. I can't say that you should check it out, but you can check that out at uh, <laughs> YouTube.com, where things can be checked out. It's a out. good thing to check out if you choose to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot that rule. Yeah, no calls to action. Um, wow, so that's one. Um, two. Man... I was just thinking, I think, I don't know if this would normally go in my top three, but I was just talking about it the other day with someone, so it's going to go on this three. Uh, Sit Resist by Laura Stevenson is an incredible album. Um, she's a super talented lyricist and guitarist. 
inspiration. Um, honestly, actually, Montauk Monster was one of the first songs I learned on guitar. Nice. Um, what else? Last one. Uh, a balloon called Moaning by Joy Formidable. Mm. That's a great album. Except I like the recording of "The Greatest Light Is the Great Is Great the Great the Greatest Light Is the Greatest Shade" better on their previous album that I'm blanking on right now. Okay, duly noted. I'm gonna have to check that one out. Also, side note for Cam and Travis, you totally don't have to list three if it's a struggle to come up with all of those. I thought that picking three would be easier than choosing one. It is. It feels less. It's less pressured to pick like a number one. But we're going to let you guys say your favorite albums, and um, then we're going to transition over into those other two songs. Recently, I've been listening to this album by They Might Be Giants called <gasps> Here Comes Science. That's a good one. Because <laughs> I'm in my last semester of my hotshot science degree. Um, ah. So it's really been giving me motivation. Well, uh, almost congratulations, yes. by the way. Thank you. I'm the only non-STEM major in the band, and it sucks. Wait, what are you guys majoring in? I'm majoring in mechanical engineering. Gross. I, also, yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I studied math. Also gross. Biology. That's okay. I use biology to live. Pretty cool. I'm an, I'm an English major. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm double majoring in psych and social work, so Travis, you and I are on the same plane. Yeah. Yeah. See you in Withers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little locals humor. Yeah. <laughs> North Campus. Yeah. 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 Aaron, were you talking about what you... Did you just say what you'd been listening to? Yeah, he said... Oh, I'm sorry. I they might be them. giants. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait, can I just point out? No one got to hear, but we got to see Yvonne's like physical reaction to Cameron mentioning they might be giants. Um, I have to say that <laughs> in which my... she fully bent over on the counter. Yeah. Um, I was thrilled to hear that they met. Um, they made it into this uh listing of great bands. Um, I listened to a ton of They Might Be Giants when I was a child because my dad was like. These guys make silly music for kids. Nice. Yeah, because they, they, they do literally. Like we were saying, what were we saying the other day? That it sounds like REM for babies. That's what They Might Be Giant sounds like. Yeah. Which is like not a dig at REM. Like, it's but just, I mean, like REM could be listened to by babies already. But They Might Be Giants is especially for babies. Okay. <laughs> I have a question. Um, Do they do that intentionally? Like make their music very open for kids? There's definitely. Like, I mean, they have songs like your racist friend and the statue got oh. me high that are not for children. Um, okay. <laughs> I guess if that's how you choose to parent your children. But um, they also have songs like, uh, wow. They have a All whole, the they have ones. multiple <laughs> albums of children's music. They do literally write kids music. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They, they wrote the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse theme song. Wait, the, it's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Come inside. It's fun inside. Yeah, the one that's like hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so I've listened to They Might Be Giants before. You have. Yeah. Well, they also did the Malcolm in the Middle theme song. I don't know that one. I can't sing that one. You don't know Whoa, that dude, one? dude, that's a great show. You're you guys okay, I've seen the now. show, but I just. You're not the boss of me are you singing? <laughs> yeah, I trilled off. Shut up, drummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to get at least one of those shirts that's like, um, you know, it's like, don't hand the drummer the mic. Or like, you know, one of those cheesy <laughs> things. My dad sent me this picture where it was like, hide your drummer. Or, or was that you that sent me that meme? It was like a meme where it was like a music store and there was like a really- I sent that really, to you. Yeah, it was really, like, it was like 
something selling a fog machine. It was yeah. like hide your ugly drummer. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. So, of I'll course, we it. bought three. That's yeah. so funny. I don't want to scare the audience with my beauty. horrifying looks. I mean, like, they're going to have all the spotlights on you, and if you're just radiating beauty, it's just going to cancel out, and no one's going to be able to see anything. I can't see this bedhead I've got going on. Or soft boy you're Travis like, up front singing. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to let him do some more singing. Are you guys ready to transition into two more songs? Yoy. Sure. <laughs> I didn't get to talk about <laughs> Yomps. I didn't get to talk about my album, but that's okay. Um, talk about your album while I scurry oh, around. Yeah, Elise still has to do a little switcheroo. No, I'm just being I'm just being funny. Um but no I Do was, it, Travis. I was gonna say I didn't I can't think of like a favorite, but I know that this like our album that's coming out on May third, not an exit. Um is gonna be one of your favorites? Well no, I, I listened to a lot of Evil by Sonic Youth when like I was writing a lot of these songs. I've been listening to a lot of Sonic stuff. Youth recently, and actually. That, that album rips, that album super rips. The song Shadow of a Doubt is like a perfect song. Perfect song. Okay. Duly noted. All right, so Travis Harrington from Truth Club thinks that a Shadow of Doubt by uh I was about to say Truth Club by Sonic Youth is a perfect song. Um I cannot recommend you check that song out, but he says it's perfect, so take that with a grain of salt. We're about to transition into two more songs by Truth Club, which Travis will go ahead and introduce for us. Um, after that, we're going to hop back into an interview segment, and you can just keep it locked to find out what we do for the rest of the uh, hour and eight minutes that we're on the air. You're welcome. This has been WKNC 88.1, DJ Beowulf and Truth Club with the local beat transitioning over. Hello, again, this song is called Student Housing. Yeah, I'm tired of doing it. 
solo. This next, this next song we're going to play is called No Plan Sequel. Uh, this is the first song we ever wrote as a band. And it will, like the past three songs we played, be on our album, Not an Exit, coming out May the 3rd on Tiny Engine. Thank you for tuning in to WKNC. What title? Oh, it's called No Plan Sequel. And I have to tune. I'm so sorry for the lapse in musical content. This is a radio station for Pete's sake. The song we played before was called Student Housing. It will be on our record, Not an Exit, <laughs> coming out May the 3rd on Tiny Engine. No. What's that album called again? <laughs> Not an Exit no. by Truth Club. I'm so sorry my guitar is extremely out of tune. It's okay, we only want the freshest of notes playing over the air. Um, why don't you... um? audibly filibuster for us, Cam, and just give us some riffs. <laughs> Thank you.
oh, so Elise, that's the thing that you do. <laughs> For the audience who uh, was obviously not here when we were setting up and is still not here now, but is listening to the incredible rock we have going on and the rock don't stop. Uh, when we were setting up for sound check, I had to uh, mic Elise's snare, and she was like, "You need to lower it. It needs to be in the proper position because I'm gonna do this little like closed hi hat roll thing, and it's gonna be in my way." And we adjusted adjusted it for like a good ten minutes to get it perfect. And uh, now I see <laughs> why why we needed to do it right because that little roll at the end of No Planned Sequel by Truth Club coming out on Not an Exit May third uh, uh, was. It, it needed its space. It needed time to shine. Guitar down. Woo! It did, a, it did do a little piano roll on the tiny little synths. And we are going to take this time to let the band swing on up and over for the next interview portion. And for Yvonne to do some quick little uh, emergency medical assistance on her guitar, who uh, I hope is doing well, I hope is in tune. Big smoochies to that Fender um, with love, DJ Beowulf. And Elise has done her little shimmy through the studio and is scurried now over again. Scurried over like a mouse, or I don't know. I don't know what kind of rodents scurry other than rats. I feel like all of them. All of them scurry. I saw a possum scurry across the road. Rabbits don't scurry. Are rabbits rodents? I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't think they're rodents. I feel like I'm gonna look it up. All I of don't. Those little furry things. Hey, who's the bio major? You. Are rabbits rodents? I don't know. Google are like rabbits. Is your mom calling? Rodents. No, my good friend Thomas is. <gasps> <laughs> hi, our good, good friend Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> Hello, Tom. I was really hoping it was, was going to be Cam's mom and be like, why isn't Astro Cowboy back together? Dude, that. It happens, that's right? Not, you would be surprised how not far off at all that is. That I'm only saying is. that because Cam told me she calls and does that. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I don't have a big brain. I was informed beforehand. <laughs> Yell! Why? Why did you just scream? Why did you just do that? Thomas asked me to yell really loud. <laughs> do you do everything? Let Thomas that know that's bad radio content. <laughs> would you? Would you do it? Would you do it? Would you do it if Thomas asked you to jump off a bridge? Anyways, this no, isn't about Thomas. It's about Truth Club. So, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> it's enough, Thomas. Can't you tell that we get really off topic not, all the time? I think rabbits are not rodents. I don't think rabbits are rodents. Um, They're not. I'm not getting as clear of an answer as I was really hoping to. Truth Club is here, and we need the honest truth and facts. Yeah, if anyone like really knows Are rabbits rodents? Rabbits are rodents. Oh, um... Our sweet friend and roommate is texting me. She just said, you're looking, you're talking about rabbits. We are talking nice. about rabbits. Wow. You're looking up rabbits. I know you're on your phone. Have you talked about how much I inspire you? All well, right. let's, let's get talk off about that now. <laughs> Put the phones in the basket. Phone, it's gone. dinner time. Exactly. Sorry, Anna Louise. I, I need like a fork. If you're texting like... me, I can't see. We, li we live in one of those Silicon Valley households where it's like the parents work at all the tech companies, but they're like, my kids, they, we don't let them. They have to use sticks My and kid is 17 rocks. years old, but he, he still has a flip phone. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even have One phones. of those ladybug Telegraph. phones that only has like 911, your Tel parents' phone numbers. They have a pigeon. I was going to say a homing pigeon. Yes. Um, fun fact, before we start talking about Truth Club, Mike Tyson, that, uh, not rapper, that wrestler who like bit someone's ear off, now is retired from wrestling and raises carrier pigeons. That's cool. Yes. That's very cool. That is very cool. That's he really was a cool, boxer. Like Ian corrected me in the corner. Whatever. I do know that he raises pigeons and bit someone's ear off. Good man. He also has a show. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty sure he does talk about raising pigeons on it. Because I definitely... 
that's insane anyways truth club we're talking about truth club now what a life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Travis, get off your phone. Okay, so um, you mentioned earlier your creative juices. How do you guys go about the writing process? You said that, I believe it was Student Housing was the very first song you guys ever wrote as a group? No, it was No Plan. No but... Planned sequel. Um, how did that come about? Well, what do you do for it? That oh. was in the time when it was like literally just me and Travis. Play- that might have been the first time that we played together. I think you asked me, because I, like, I had played drums, but I never played like drum set in a band before um and i think travis asked me what i had been playing and i was like oh i've literally been like putting in headphones and like playing along to like joyce manor songs and he was like oh this one's kind of like this one's kind of like a fast and loud song like yeah let's try and play this one like that'll be cool um i would say in general a lot of it's stuff where it's like i definitely like bring a lot of little seeds and stuff and like the in varying degrees maybe sometimes they have a couple little like Cotyledons, couple little leaves, you know, for mm-hmm. all my hort friends out there. Uh, a sproutling. <laughs> yeah, they might have a little sprout, like a couple sprouts on. You know, the the seeds vary in size and uh, <laughs> how far along they are. But then they, we all nurture them you together. You tend to them yeah. like a garden. Yeah. Not a garden. Um, <laughs> truth gardening club. Anyways, these are very bad jokes. Um, when you guys became a four piece. You haven't played this song yet because it is unreleased and not on the album, but what changed between writing music, just Travis and Elise, to becoming a four-piece? Well, this newest newest song, which I guess that's the next one we're playing. Yeah, we're (laughs) about to play a really new song. Cool. Cool So this one, it is the first song that we like wrote as a four-piece. Still working on. Yeah. It's also (laughs) like, this is like a very unconventional way we wrote it because like, kind of like Travis was saying, usually he does come with kind of at least like a basis or a structure of something like he has kind of like a base idea and then we move from there and this was one i think we were literally just like talking about a time signature i liked and i was like oh you play it like this and then yvonne wrote like a cool bass line and then it's been built bot- bottom up bottom up yeah i like that it's definitely been weird in a cool way but definitely harder recently like ha- at like the four piece dynamic because it's like i normally write a lot of like have a plenty easy time have a very easy time writing guitar parts and like to go along and be complimentary with bass parts but then the idea of two guitars being there sometimes i'm like oh this is hard like it's hard to not take up too much space Mm -hmm. and it's hard to not to know when you need to take up more i don't know yeah i mean you talk about uh taking up space both uh physically and metaphorically a lot on this album and in the two singles that have been reviewed on various platforms. So I think that's an interesting concept to tie into how you write music. Um, Another thing that's referenced quite a bit in the reviews I've seen online are uh, comparisons to Astro Cowboy. So to Travis and Cam, how, when writing music and making music for Truth Club, how do you differentiate it from previous projects? Um, Because for example, like Travis has a very notable vocal sound. Like, I feel like if I could, if I heard his voice anywhere, I would know who was singing. Um, but you've changed. You've grown up. You are not the same boys that you were in Astro Cowboy. What's the difference <laughs> between Truth Club and Astro Cowboy in your minds and in your music making process? I think that's like the main point is that we have grown up and matured a bit. So it's kind of like a natural disconnect in the mm-hmm. same way that you don't, you you take influence from like your younger self. Of course, yeah. You very much move past some of those things and whatnot, so... For me, that's what it feels like okay. very much so. Yeah. I think the most, I mean, like on a technical level, like I think the most literal difference is the fact that Cameron plays bass and guitar yeah. in this band and not <laughs> drums. And Cameron's got a really, I mean, Cameron's just a really talented musician, but like absolutely, he's got a really good ear for melody and stuff too, which has been so much fun to explore in this band. 
and I would say that like honestly, writing a lot of these songs like it doesn't feel much different than like Astro Cowboy stuff. Like I mean, I think that like from Astro Cowboy to like this band. It's just been like a natural progression of like what my songwriting it's interests are. a much more are. mature sound. Yeah, Absolutely. it's just like what I was interested. I mean, like you listen to Astro Cowboy, that was our, we were in high school. It sounds like high school boys, you know, I don't know. And because like a lot of the songs that are going to be on our record and a lot of songs we've played were like song ideas that I had, honestly, that had lingered from like the end of Astro Cowboy and were in that weird flux period between not being in any band so like they were just songs that i was writing and mm-hmm. they just would have wound up in any band that i would have been in so and i'm glad that it was this one yeah, yeah i'm really glad and like also not to like discredit the fact that like they obviously ended up and took like drew influence from like the way that elise plays drums and like Absolutely. the way that cameron plays bass now you know because i we didn't start truth club i didn't think cameron was going to be in the band and he ended up being in the band yeah you also didn't I think that uh Elisa or Yvonne were going to be in it. it was yeah, just exactly. It's just like kind of that's just kind of how it goes. I think. Um, Elise, did you and Travis come up with the name Truth Club, or was that a group movement? I think it was. I think you came up with the name, and then and what does it signify? It's it. It was from a touchy iPhone, subject. It was from an iPhone mm. notes list of just I just had like random two word band names, and I was like, this could be cool, and like I said, Truth Club. And at least in our bass player at the time, Quinn, he was like, that was the only name that of the list we all three agreed upon and like we're into. And I was just like, let's ship it, you know? Um, it's Full really send. funny that you mentioned band name stuff because I went crazy about a couple months ago and I was convinced that Truth Club was a really glib and bad band name because there's a lot of other club bands and stuff. Like, I feel like I hear club. Soccer Bully Mom Club or so- Cyber Billy, Cyber Billy Mom Club. Cyber Bully Mom Club. Like, I'm totally stuttering. I know and, that one. And so I went on a tirade in the band chat for a good two weeks. I was like, we got to change the name. than two weeks. Oh, uh, yeah. It was like, <laughs> I was like, we got to change the name. And if we're going to do it, we got to do it now because we're going to put our album out. And everybody was like, are you sure? And I was like, yes. <laughs> this is what I want. <laughs> and and, um, and they were really cool. His forehead vein is full popping yeah, right now. They were really cool and like into the idea. And then I realized how nuts of a prospect into that was. Into the idea is a yeah, and and yeah, we did were... he throw out like any like good or very bad band names that you were like this is possible or this is absolutely not going By... to happen. Oh, we all did. By the end of it, yeah. I but I want to roast Travis specifically. What are, what are his <laughs> okay. do's and don'ts? <laughs> I wanted to call the uh, this is this will tell you where my head was at, at the time. I wanted to call the band Appendage. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> Imagine that album art and then a band called Appendage. Yeah, that's, you guys would have had to have become like a hardcore band. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's where my brain was at. My, that's where my brain was. A hardcore was. band or like post-hardcore slash noise rock? Because I know your R-I-Y-L <laughs> says like, listen if you like Proto-Martyr. Yeah. So like you could have gone that direction yeah. a little bit yeah. with the dissonance there. But uh, Just I like truth. Just core. Some yeah, kind of some core. Yeah. yeah, that's what Cameron said, and that was really true. It's <laughs> yo, bring back metalcore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, see, I'm bad at my job right now. Anyways, um, when titling the album, why did you call it "Not an Exit"? I know that that's the first song, the first single that you released, but that one specifically, um, why'd you choose to name the album after it? Or did the album name come first and then the song? The the album name came first, and I think it was kind Chicken of the egg. It was huh? Chicken or the egg? Which one's which one is which in this? You choose. 
<laughs> the the album is the egg. The omelet. Okay. Yeah, no, but I, <laughs> the album name came first, I think. I think it was just something that I was thinking. I don't know. No, to be to be frank, it came from a place like it had been sticking around for a while and initially came from this really wistful, hilarious soft boy place where I saw in D.H. Hill Library, there is a sign on one of the doors that says, um, not an exit, mm -hmm. but the IT is scraped off and it says like, not an X. And I was thinking about somebody I had just broken up with recently and I was like, saw a sign that had lost it, but still said not an X. I don't know. Just some weird, stupid wordplay shit stuff. And Thank you. Um, I yeah. missed the dump button. Don't worry. Just go with it. Okay. And um, so, mm. Yvonne used to work for WKNC uh, for all those listeners and the face she just made, we like made eye contact and we're like, oh, ha, ha. what do you mean? Nothing happened. No nothing yeah, happened. Nothing happened. But anyway, it stuck around and um, I think it became more of a thing because I was, that was in the period where we still, I wasn't in any band or anything and was really sad and like mopey because I wanted to play music with people. And then when we made Truth Club happen, I was so excited to be in a band again. And like, I don't know, I just got really down on myself for a while and thought like, oh, am I ever going to release music again? Like had been sitting on all these ideas and stuff. And like the idea of like not an exit is like, hey, we're still sticking around. Like I'm, I guess like I'm not going anywhere. Like, this feels good. We're not going anywhere. We're, like, going to do this. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's kind of what it symbolizes. And then also, like, it's tying in. It's a very interesting story. Also tying in with, like, a lot of the, like, lyrical content. Like you were saying, like, I very consciously realized that a lot of the stuff, a lot of the songs on the album were, like, about how I felt in relation to, like, spaces and, like, in myself and stuff. And, like, the idea of, you know, not an exit also being, like, this idea, of, like, can't escape from those those dynamics and, like, mm -hmm. space dynamics and stuff. Yeah. And like exits and entrances as spatial qualities. I don't know. And that kind of ties back into what Cam was saying earlier about how like uh, moving on from Astro Cowboy is a comparison because you're just not those people anymore. It's not exactly an exit leaving Astro Cowboy simply because you keep going and life is all a metaphysical space and you never like come or go from it. You just are and things change in between. So funny how things go full circle like that. Um, I do believe we have a special surprise for the listeners. Oh, I heard there's a yeah a potential ticket giveaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe no, perhaps. there there is there is yes. Okay, well, well we I have know there is two tickets to give away, right? Well, yeah. like a ticket and a plus one. A yeah, ticket yeah. and a plus one, so two pairs. One one pair. One pair. Two. No, two tickets. Yes, two tickets. Two tickets. Two tickets to Paradise, and then I guess that has a plus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, four people can... One pair. I think one it's pair. One, one, one pair. One pair. Two pair. So one yeah. person can win and bring a friend. Yes. yes. All right. I'm sorry. So <laughs> I can't do math. I'm the only non-STEM major. It's okay. I'm right there with you, buddy. Um, so <laughs> one person can win and bring a friend if they call... 919-515-0881 but or 915 or 919-515-2400 yes or that but i think that goes into the hd2 studio oh that's new per chance so call one of those numbers see what you recall. get but guys let's decide what do we have to make them do call in and answer a question first person to call in what would you like let's uh, make this fun Ooh, i like a question but i didn't What's Make that? them do math. <laughs> <laughs> Call in if you can solve our very basic algebra. You win. <laughs> Prove that the kernel of they have to tell set... they have to tell you who I'm assuming is going to answer the phone. They have to tell you a secret that they've only told one other person in their life. How will I know? How will I know? 
I don't know. Just you know what? This is Truth Club. I do hope that they'll tell the truth. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just going to trust our audience, our very devoted, loving, and supportive WKNC 88.1 listening audience, who includes my dad right now. So, Dad, if you're listening, I want to know your secret, but you cannot win this ticket. You don't <laughs> you, you don't live in the area, Dad. I love you. <laughs> Anyways. Also, Laura won't share your secret. I will not share yeah, your we, secret. This is a full it is for my ears only. Air. Truth Club will not even know it. It yeah. is for me only. So, 919-515-0881, if you would like to win a ticket for yourself and a friend, please call in and tell me a secret that no one else knows. Any kind of secret that only I will know. Yeah. Yes. I do believe someone's calling as we Ooh. speak. Please talk while I answer the phone. I have to pee. Go pee, Elise. What? <laughs> what? Wow. A lot of what? So yeah, what's up? Good. What's up, Cameron and Yvonne? How are y'all while Elise is going to yeah, pee? I'm feeling okay. My um, voice hurts a little bit because I forgot to take my allergy medicine. Because you've been smoking so many cigarettes and cigars. Well, you know what yesterday was? <laughs> Just kidding. No, I purposely... Cig- National Cigar Day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> National Humidor Appreciation Day. Where we, where we all sit in the humidor and we smoke our Cuban cigars. You know, you know, you know me. I love cigars. <laughs> That's why your voice hurts. Um, just because this is Truth Club and I need to tell the truth, I was being sarcastic, so that was a lie. Yeah, Vaughn doesn't smoke. Full disclosure, Vaughn is not a smoker. This is not our album's called "Not an Exit," and Vaughn is not a smoker. Um. Well, we also know that everyone else who's listening to WKNC right now, they are not winners because we just had a winner. Woo! Um, wow. So congratulations to Stephen Lee, who called wow. in. Oh, Stephen! <laughs> of course it's someone in the scene who <laughs> calls in. Um, but yeah, no, he won, and I will not reveal his secret. It made me do a giggle, though. Okay. Okay. I I can't even imagine what he said <laughs> it's to you. It's not that bad. Okay. Yeah, That's it, good. it was a childhood secret, so it's okay. Steven. Steven wow. Lee. <laughs> I really hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. I also honestly kind of, not that I knew it was him, but his what I assume is his mom's name popped up on the screen. <laughs> so if your mom's name is Bonnie, then I was right. And I knew. <laughs> was it a good secret? Yeah, it was kind of comforting. Okay. That's yeah. cool. I'm glad it was a wholesome secret and not like it a wasn't, kicked It wasn't a wholesome secret. He definitely... Oh. Down a set of stairs. He, uh, he definitely... I'm sorry. No. Sh- I, I don't want to say shouldn't have done it, but it was a childhood thing. You know, like children just do dumb stuff. Like, yeah. I'm not going to reveal his Those secret. I promise that I won't. Those darn kids. Those kids say the darnest yeah, thing. Yeah, he said he was like six or something. So children, they be doing stuff. They be harboring secrets. He said I was this many and then they just held up his hands and you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I keep making that horrendous laugh. <laughs> I wonder You're how like- it sounds over the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how that goes. Well, we you now know at least two people will be going to your album release show. <laughs> Thank goodness. So for Stephen and his friends specifically, when is it? Where is it? Who's playing? And what time? Well, let's each answer one part of that. Okay, Travis, when is it? It is April twenty sixth. Yvonne, where is it? It's at King's Raleigh, not Barcade anymore. Cam, who's playing <laughs> other than you? <laughs> 
um, Naked Naps. Who we mentioned it will be their final show mm-hmm. for. And The Maiden, The Mother, and The Crone. And which, that is one band. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, and the, Oh, you got it, Elise. Oh, you yeah. haven't said anything yet. So The Maiden, The Mother, and The Crone, we're really excited, is like the solo project of our good friend Allie, who was primarily the engineer for our album. Mm-hmm. Um, so like dear friend, close to the album, close to the band. Um, also in, from the band Blois. Yeah. Great which band. Which is a wow. great local band. We yeah. love Blois. So, they haven't played a show in a while, and I'm sad much like it. soccer tees it's like soft yes <laughs> oh they're they're absolutely still a band they've been like doing they've been prepping yeah but like all, soccer tees also hasn't played a show in a minute so yeah everybody's getting ready i mean this is the first time I mean, truth club hasn't played a show in a minute we haven't this august. is the first time we've performed since august yeah can't you tell we're so nervous all honestly. the good bands are just kind of like mm, we'll be back <laughs> left you wanting more <laughs> that's all folks that's all folks who <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm gonna quit my job after this. It's so embarrassing. Hey, <laughs> us too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This the, is our last show. It's your last show. Um, yeah, we're not said, actually playing next week. We're just playing the album. Um, it's a listening party. Yeah, I'm gonna plug it's in. It's a listening it's party. It's gonna be performance art. Speaking actually. of listening parties, um, Finger Guns at Yvonne and Elise. They never texted me back about whether or not they wanted to listen to Pyle's album with me because it comes out on the same day as the Truth oh, Club album. Really. You act, get like, that text you act like me and Cameron also don't like that band, so. Anyways, Elisa. <laughs> I'd like to clarify that we like were planning on going on tour this summer, and like what would have been the third day, we were like, "Oh, Pyle's actually playing in that city on that day. Let's push things back a day and not play a show that night, so we can go see Pyle." And you said that was going to be in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So you're going to Atlanta to see Pyle. So we're like playing two shows and then we're seeing Pyle and then we're playing in Atlanta the next night and then we're continuing on. We Are would... you going to be at their Carborough show? No. Bummer. I did say that I would rock out enough for both of us though. Thanks. I do remember that. Yes. We'll be seeing them the night before you see them. So Finger Guns, you want to listen to it together and just yeah. cry over the album? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I Green do have a paper due that day. So I might. Be... So you better oof. get it done early. Big we'll see. You can also spare like 45 minutes of your time. This is live on air. I'm forcing Elise to be friends with me. I just want to graduate. Is that a call to, is that a call to action? I'm just kidding. No, because it's uh, it's not a call to action. It's a direct um, order. Oh. <laughs> I want to get my paper done because I want to graduate college. Um, yeah, there's like a thousand bands that are releasing music on that day, and it's going to be Who else amazing. other than Truth Club and Pile? Big Thief is also releasing oh, an album wow. that day. I was thinking nothing nothing but thieves for a second. Oh no. Big yeah, Thief. Yeah. Um so incredible. Actually, you know what? Big oh my gosh, I'm not gonna the album where she's like laying on the ground, that is one of my favorite albums. Um and I'm really embarrassed because I don't know. <laughs> I can know see the that cover in my mind, sucks. but I can't remember the name. Um but uh Big Thief and then also this is a friend plug, um, but So Totally is a band that Truth Club played with in Philadelphia. And we're going um, to play with the album Masterpiece. Masterpiece, the album by yes. Big Thief. Yeah. Yes, thank God. I was it's like, it's not a masterpiece. Say that five times fast. Like you. Wow. <laughs> Great cover up. Check it out. <laughs> Travis. I know That's a call to loved. action. Oh, <laughs> I meant I meant check that out. Travis's cover. Just check now. out. Check me out. I'm so cute. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, if you know any other albums coming out on May 3rd, let us know. 
call yeah. in. You can't win a ticket, but we'd we'd love to hear we'd about love to new add music. To our master list. Um, Audio Vault at WKNC is always looking for new music to keep our rotation fresh. So if it's good, and I mean good, <laughs> please let me know. Um, speaking of good music, Truth Club. Yes. Yes. You guys have two more songs for us, right? I think so. Would you like to transition over, play those two songs, one of which is on the album and one of which is brand spanking new? Yeah. Which one are you going to do first? I think we're going to start with the new one in case it goes bad. <laughs> okay. So that, I think that, it'll go well. Yeah, that no, it'll go well. I'm just, I'm just... <laughs> All right, so we're going to transition over. We have about 35 minutes left in the studio. They're going to play roughly six minutes worth of music, and then we're going to continue to assault your ears with bad jokes and uh, weird facts about Truth Club and secrets from our listeners, which I will not share but will hold in my heart indefinitely. Um, this is WKNC, a postponed local beat since it was not on Tuesday and is instead today, Easter. There are more instruments falling. Oh, this is just a microphone. It was not a guitar this time, but it was a WKNC microphone, so let's hope it do- it's not broken. Um, it's not broken. It's a microphone. Those things are made of metal. It's totally fine. <laughs> um, they are setting up, and I am talking over the air. Travis, would you like to introduce the song you're about to play, or do you have time? Wait, what? Introduce the song you're about to play. This is a new song. It has no name. Oh, very, very cool. Um, <laughs> this is the first song that. they wrote as a four-piece. Uh, if you remember, Elise was describing it earlier, uh, where they started with her drum riff in a weird time signature and built off of that using Yvonne's um, interesting bass line. Definitely one of the like more communal so- like most communal things we've worked on like, i like that it feels cool and i got a small preview of it while we were sound checking earlier i liked it and i'm very very sure that the audience will too and because not an exit will not feature this song i look forward to future truth Co- club releases that will be made communally this is wknc 88.1 i'm gonna let truth club take over the air keep it locked rockers truth company oh, wait. we're still we're still experiencing not technical failures, but techni- we're, we're getting in the... In you can't the just jock vacant company's style like that, dude. Wait, what did I... Oh, whoa. You said, vac- you said truth company. Truth company, I'm so sorry. <laughs> truth Club LLC. Does everybody feel ready? Thank you, everyone, for your patience. And for tuning in. You ready, Elise? Quickly call your friends and cry. I 
Just while you guys are tuning and getting ready, I would like to let you know that Logan, who did your album art, called in to let us know that Ashley Tisdale, the uh, high school musical actress and Disney Channel star, is releasing an album on May 3rd. It's called Substance. Oh my god! So, Pile, Incredible. Truth Club, and Ashley Tisdale. Wow! Wow! Um, so thank you, Logan, for calling in. He also wants to let you guys know that you're doing a great job. And for that matter, we're going to go into the last song of the Truth Club set and then wrap up our interview segment. Yay! Thank you so much. And thank you, Logan, for that very pertinent information. Um, Huge dick. <laughs> for all of you Ashley Tisdale followers out there. For, for, the, for the intersection of the, for the Venn diagram of WKNC listeners and Ashley Tisdale followers. Screw your Zodiac sign. What's your favorite Ashley Tisdale song? Some <laughs> um, bop to the top, just so you know. Oh, wow. Throwback. Really Travis, can you do like a little lick from that? Bop, bop, bop. On air for everyone to know, Elise, I love you. He's really good at those lip rolls. The like, boom. I'm really bad at them. Should we take it away? Cool. This last song is called Dry Off. It will be on our album, Not an Exit, coming out May the 3rd on Tiny Engines. Thank you so much for listening to us play music on a radio station. <laughs> we are Truth Club. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a Sorry, wrong pickup. Gear stuff. <laughs> Water. I surrender. 
That was the last song that Truth Club will be performing for us today, and arguably, probably my favorite that we've heard so far today. Um, wow, thank you. You're welcome. Um, actually, a, a thought that crossed my head while you guys were playing is how tight you guys are when performing together. There were several moments, and I mean, of course, obviously, I don't know the inner workings of Truth Club all that well, nor do I know the music all that well since the album hasn't come out yet but any mistakes you may have made i did not notice well thank goodness <laughs> there were none yes there were none but no um for real though i know that elise has been pushing you guys to practice 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 as much as possible um <laughs> it's that um wind ensemble in her screaming for organized music honestly kind of yeah no uh, from one symphony musician to another i feel you um Yes, no, but uh, I thought you guys have done a really good job today. It was really tight. It seemed really rehearsed. There were several times in which I noticed Cam, Travis, and Yvonne like lean forward and like headbang at the same time, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure was not choreographed or pre-planned. So once again, you guys are all in sync. It's in rhythm. It's <laughs> tight as hell. You guys are going to rock it on Friday. Thank you. We're You're like, welcome. We're like the iPods, and you put us in the... You put the cord in the USB port, and you open up the iTunes. We're all synced up. We're... <laughs> And that's the end of the yeah. set. Yay! <laughs> no, that was really funny. I just had to like think for a second and process that. And I was like, yeah. But don't for like some iPhones, you have to like unlock it and like allow computer to sync. Oh, yeah. That's all a metaphor for friendship. Do I allow this person to sync up with me and like link into my heart? Can they join the truth club? For sure. That's deep. Mm. We're all unlocked and we've been looted. We've been lo yeah. We've been jailbroken. <laughs> Um, so, final, just a couple final questions. At the very end of this interview, we're just going to list the facts so that everyone knows. Uh, we list, love the facts. We rest love. in peace, the facts. As a band. Oh, but also, they no, they're not. They had their final show a little while ago. Um, but also, Truth Club loves the facts. It's truth. Um, we're just Our gonna, alternative name is Fact Membership. Um, there was one. Do you have the, like leveled memberships? No. Are you a platinum like, member? There was some... I found it, right? You did find it. You Someone, should tell this. Yeah, I was like... I think I was just looking at like things that we were either tagged in or things that said Truth Club on Twitter. And I found... there. It seems like like Stereogam like, wrote an article about like I think each of the singles. And then there have been a bunch of other smaller publications that have very clearly just like taken exactly what they wrote and just reproduced it. Yeah. Except this one kind of looked like you put it into Google Translate into some other language... Probably something that's not similar to English and then like put it back out into English again. Oh, no. Um, so it's just like a lot of words that like it was just like it was the same body of the article, but a lot of the words were different. So like instead of saying truth club, it said fact membership. <laughs> um, and at one point, like the article had oh referenced like modern baseball and it said trendy Did, baseball. Yes. Yes. It was like like. Honestly, one of the funniest things I've ever read. There was a bunch of other stuff. I in think that I just, found that article when I was, was researching so you guys. Oh my god, were they being like serious? It just like it looks like it was some weird computer generated thing to like avoid plagiarizing it or so, I don't know. It was mm, bizarre. Mm, mm. They were just trying to get that content out, just pumping it out yeah. using AIs. Well, but my favorite bit is at the end. It says kind of like in the Stereogum article, it says like. Not an exit comes out five three and it has like the number five slash the number three. Um and this one said like the number five slash the word three. Oh like just like really really scrambled. It's not plagiarized. I'm surprised they didn't do like one and two thirds. 
five thirds. Bots. Those bots, dude. Dude, like you know, like when we all die, man. Like there's just a bunch, like the clouds just there, and like all the mainframes and everything's up. Like, what do you think the bots are gonna say to each other, man? Do you dude, think I think they're probably just gonna, just gonna oscillate forever, man. Oscillate forever. <laughs> dude, owls are oscillating constantly. They can just turn their head like that, and just it's like a fan, <laughs> a fan of eating rodents. <laughs> I took that joke too far. Not including nah, rabbits, which we not, think are rabbits not, are not rodents. They still get picked up by hawks, though. <laughs> I think it depends on the age and breed of rabbit. Are rabbits are rabbits rodents? I think rodents. they're not. Colin, if you know, Colin, if no, you're rabbits are not rodents. Specialist. They were classified under the order under the order under the, the order <laughs> Rodentia until 1912, when they were moved to a new order, Lagomorpha. Heck yeah. When they just started like listening they're... to New Order. Oh my god. <laughs> just like how there used to be nine planets, rabbits used to be a rodent, but they're not. Man, science is crazy. Yeah. What are uh, we doing? But I also looked this up on Bing, so I don't know how accurate it could be. <laughs> um, Ian, you don't have a mic, so stop talking. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like I said. We're going to list the facts at the end. I just have a couple grab bag questions for you to keep things interesting before we wrap up. All right, let's go. I'm ready. How do I join the Truth Club? What are your membership applications like? Come to a show. That's it? And have a good time. I mean, obviously, you you can choose for yourself if you like the, the club or not, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if I'm you're just a member if you come to the show and you have a good time. Um, do you think that Travis has a cult of personality in the Truth Club? Has a what? I would uh, like. I would like to. I just have a one interjection. Yes, in please. order to join the Truth Club, you have to take one of <laughs> around fifteen hundred guitar picks that we have with our name on them. Oh. You are required to take one because otherwise we will never get rid of them all. My rats keep eating my guitar picks. Can I have? them you can have uh, like 30 i yes we have so many guitar picks I, I will use them all i know that you have like different sizes too like thin heavy medium we do two different all colors all of them all of them yeah a wide variety and they all advertise our show on friday on, why don't i you, will take why don't you, all of them why don't you tell the kind listeners how we managed to acquire 1500 guitar picks um, was well, this for free? So I got an email from my great uncle Charles, um, who rocks and is probably not listening, but is like pretty, pretty cool. Well, this comes out as a podcast, so you should send it to him and be like, hey, check out the last 10 minutes of this segment. Yeah. Name drop. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uncle Charles. Um, so got an email from my dad asking what size bass strings I use and, um, you know, sent something back and I was like, why? And he forwarded me this email from my great uncle Charles um, <laughs> that was like, I'm going to send over some guitar picks with your band logo on it. And <laughs> I... Does your great uncle work in the music industry? Yeah. So okay, he, that's cool. So he like had access to this stuff. Yeah, he runs a guitar pick making factory. Okay. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Travis. And... Uh, no, so he <laughs> sweet pit cat. He the sent show. it. Oh, and by the time I responded, he had already said that he sent them. So I like could have asked what our logo logo was because we didn't really, we don't have one. We don't not have a, a we don't all. have a logo. We spent a week trying Thank to figure out what our logo, logo. might have been. You should just do like 
like the black metal font where it looks like a like a split leather chair you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh man Trick club. Well, uh, we have a logo now well yeah so now we now have a logo do. and it well okay you're actually talking for real oh travis you use thins right no, I'm talking about the pics. Oh, too. okay, yeah. <laughs> so the pics have um, our name on them and the release show, which is Friday. So four point two three point one nine two six point one nine. Thank you, Logan, for designing a poster that's now our logo. Quote unquote. And your album logo. cover. Yeah, I mean everything else too. Also, the first single came out on his birthday, so I was like, I did see those every, Facebook every posts. Every one of my posts had like a demand. It was like. Logan did the artwork. Wish him happy birthday. Wish him happy birthday. That Say is one back. call to action that I sanction because it's not his birthday anymore. So it's okay. It's past, yeah, it's in the past. It's in the past. It's uh, it's all history now. Mark your calendars for next year. Well, shout out to Great Uncle Charles <laughs> for these guitar picks. I need them. Yeah, and if you want to be in Truth Club, the the club, you got to take one. The membership fee is taking one. You also have to That's bleach your, your card, hair. Your membership card. Your membership a- card. <laughs> At least once. Yeah. At least once. If you yeah. bleach your hair, then you're in the club. Also, you just have. What to if not you be bleach it for the purpose of dyeing it? Because like I've been blonde for like thirty minutes total in my life. I mean, that's usually what I've done to Travis's hair. Usually, I'll like bleach it, and then he'll be like, dye it pink. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, back to the questions because we have like twelve minutes, and it's we only- love to get distracted. I know, and we only need like two minutes to list the facts, which are the album release show, when the album is actually coming out, who you are, and what you do. Cool. Um, Super easy. Okay, if you could design a lineup with Truth Club on it, who else would play on that bill? It doesn't have to be local music. It could be anyone ever. It's a four-person lineup. Truth Club is the opener. Pile. Pile. Travis's head is on the table right now. He looks like he's having an aneurysm. That forehead vein is in full force. They're all thinking so hard. Bloys. Okay, okay. Bloys, Pyle, Truth Club. Travis's dad with some very bluesy (gasps) friends. Yep. I'm down for it. I said it could be anyone. (laughs) Slot that in. Yeah. All right. Final answer. Someone buzz it in for me. We've got Pyle. We've got Bloys. We've got Travis's dad's blues rock Bluesy friends. (laughs) Who's the headliner? Dad and friends. I, the I Wiggles. Very obviously. No, they weren't <laughs> on the list, Travis. Surpri- surprise guest. Surprise guest. Uh, like when Meek Mill came out at Dreamville during J. Cole's set. Exactly. Mind blowing. Like that. that was insane. Except it's the Wiggles that comes out. All right. <laughs> Other question. Did you guys use that like Spotify album generator or like the uh, the festival generator thing that was going oh. around for a while. Oh. <laughs> I'm curious as to who was on your festival lineups. Who have you been listening to recently? I already know what Travis's is. <laughs> and it's embarrassing. All right, so we're just well, going to skip you. Oh, my really... So there were like three of them. So there was like the past month and then the sixth month and then the all time. Mm-hmm. And my most recent... The like past month one was good because I had let everyone who came to my um, birthday darty um use my spotify to play music so there was um a lot carrie underwood was pretty high up there um and then so okay let's not blame let's not blame the party for that you were listening to carrie underwood on repeat in your car yeah far after that yeah love her Um, carrie underwood did that one that was like i'm gonna take my key yeah before she's great song song. 
I don't Love like it song. either. It's a um, good song. I I'm just... Team Travis. I'm TT for this one. Thank you. Check out those TTs. Um, <laughs> there's a bunch of there's like Jimmy Buffett was on it because I think one of my roommates just kept on playing Margaritaville like literally over and over again. Um, I can give you actual answers also. Just like it was like a funny mix of things I actually listened to and then like things that were playing at the party. <laughs> mine for mine for the my all time the top of it was of course it was pavement i mean couldn't you guess i mean sound um stereo gum compared you to pavement they threw like 80 bands they in did there. They, they, were like 80 like, bands in there. they also <laughs> literally like apologized they're like i'm so sorry for writing all these comparisons out no, but was, also pavement they were cool compared they said nice. like modern baseball and then pavement no you mean trendy baseball? I do. But I realized that for the festival lineup, I would want to play with Pavement, but like, no, like, oh, it makes sense. But no, I would want to specifically play with them if they were reenacting their a Coachella. Pavement Pile Truth Club lineup would be good. Their Coachella set in 1999, which is allegedly the show <laughs> where Stephen Malcolmus afterward told the band that he did not want to be in the band anymore. And his voice was really shot and like... There's like YouTube. There's like a YouTube video. This one that you and Nathan always like yeah, to watch. Yeah, me and my friend Nathan, my friend Nathan showed me this. Um showed me this video and it's like Stephen Malcolmus is just having the most bratty tantrum about he like starts to play gold sounds and his voice is so shiny he goes now we're just gonna skip that one and you hear everybody like sigh and he's like I can't I can't do it and he's like hopefully you guys won't remember this this is super embarrassing and like everybody's like what and then he plays another song he starts growling like Lemmy like from Motorhead like he oh just sings God. every song and like my mouth has voice. been open this whole time yeah it's it's a really funny video Please send me that link. I will. Thank you. I greatly appreciate that. All right. Last question. Um, because. Oh, <laughs> please answer that first. Top ones on there were Pyle, Lamelda, and Glockamora. Those are good. Those are so, all good. Nice, a nice mix. Yeah, Glockamora is the only band you haven't mentioned so far. Oh. Yeah, because you already talked about Pyle and Lamelda. Good band. Good band. Yeah, the Beehive's also on there. Good band. <laughs> good band. All right. So, Truth Club, share one truth with the audience that you think is important to know. Can be anything. This is where our platform privilege is really being tested, huh? I know. I know. I will I will hit that dump button, but I'm going to let you go. Say say what you want. Do 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 do. 8 minutes left in this segment. Don't mm-hmm. be racist and vaccinate your children. I like that. That's a truth. Don't oh. do those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Cam's turn now. He is Try next. and ride the bus as much as you can. Why? Public transportation. You're right, you're right. For the or environment. Yeah. All right, we got two left. I love this dead air. It's my favorite part about working. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Engineers should take more humanities. Yes. <laughs> yes. As a social work major, yes. Travis has no truth to share. It's all out there. I I don't know about that. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what to say. The truth is that he doesn't truth, know things. The truth, yeah, the truth he knows is nothing. that I don't know what John to say. John Snow, you know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us watch Game of well, I'll be watching it tonight, 9 p.m. I uh, don't tell Hulu, but my dad already has an account, but I keep making fake accounts under like my student email and my personal email and my spam email so that I can watch Game of Thrones. I'm glad week. you're sharing this on the air. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I would like to give a personal shout out not only to my dad, but also to Ian for coming in today and helping Thank run you, sound. Ian. Thanks, Ian. Um, Ian, would you like to share a fact? And I'm sorry for telling you to shut up on the air. Um, do you have a truth to share for this club? 
Uh, Juice Club's a good band. That's a Aww. truth. Aww, thank Aww. you. And while that's the end, it's 3.54, so let's share those final facts. One more thing. When is the show? Friday, April 26th at na- 9. I think Doors are at 8, shows at 9. With? With Mother of the Maiden the Crown, and then Naked Naps, whose final show it is, and then us. And we are Truth Club. You are a Truth Club. When is the album out? May the 3rd. What is it called? Not an Exit. <laughs> and who is releasing it? Tiny Engines. Tiny Engines. This has been the Local Beat with Truth Club. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Those are the facts that people need to know about you guys, when, where, and how to find your music. It is The two singles are on most streaming platforms. It will also be on Bandcamp, I believe. Are you guys title applicable? What? Like on title? Great question. Uh, I don't think so. All right. You cannot find them on title. Everything else, though, you're good to go. I think my mom said she found us on Napster. Someone someone <laughs> my mom works with said that we're on Google Play. I believe that. That makes sense to me. We're on YouTube for sure. For Google sure. Google played us. <laughs> you got played. Congrats. You played yourself. And this has been The Local Beat on WKNC 88.1. You can catch us again this Tuesday, as we typically do not run on Sundays, Tuesday from, 40, uh, from 4 to 6. I'm DJ Beowulf. This has been Truth Club doing an interview and live segment. Say goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thanks so much for having us. You're welcome. DJ Beowulf, out.